Okay, let's get into the next exciting parak here in Sefer Divrei Hayamim Aleph Parak Yud Zayin. 17th parak. As David Amelech here, this is a parak that is parallel to Shmuel base Parak Zion, and that is David Amelech asking to build the base of Migdash. That is all that he wants to do. Now that he has his own bias, he wants to build the base of Migdash. And if you uh, remember from Sefer Shmuel, first Nasan Anavi, uh, after being asked by David, gives him the green light, says, okay, you can build the base of Migdash. But then uh, he is told by Hashem during the night, says, go tell David that he can't build the base of Migdash. His son will be the base of Migdash, uh, but he will not. Um, and that is the parak, the reaction that David Hamela has after being told a no, a big fat no, says the David, it's all about Hodah. It's all about Shavach. Wow, my son's going to be able to build it. And uh, the beautiful line uh, that, uh, that we'll see in, uh, in the Mepharshim, Hashem says to David, you can't build my house, but I'll build your house. Right, I'll build your house of eternity. Base David, Malchus base David, that's going to be forever. And David Amalek's reaction is amazing, wonderful. He does not even bring up the base of Mikdash again. And the last number of Sukkim, the last 10 Sukkim are just uh, Hodah and how amazing Hashem is and how amazing Klai Yisrael's um, relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Mika Amcha Yisrael, Goyachad Baaretz. We have that Pasuk here. And again, a lot of parallels and differences between this Perak, Yud Zion, Perak Yud Zion, and Divrayam Al and Shmuel Bey's Perak Zion, but it's the same content. So let's see this Perak uh, that we have. Vayihi, Kasher Yashav, David Bevei. So again, all of these Prakim, uh, if one wants a full um, full uh, understanding and appreciation, one has to learn this Perak with the that Perak and maybe listen to the, uh, actually we should listen to the other Shiurim and, uh, and know exactly in Bimashlim, uh, the Mepharshim in each of the Svarim. Okay. So when David Melech was sitting in his house, we know the Aaron was brought back. The Aaron is in the Ohel, and David Melech is sitting in his palace. Vayomer David El Nasan Hanavi, I'm sitting in a in a nice cedar house. Hashem Tachas Yirios. Where's it appropriate? Interesting. He doesn't talk about the mitzvahs I say of Asuli Mikdash, but he says it's not fair. Right, it's like I'm, I have a beautiful house, and Hakadosh Baruch doesn't have a beautiful house. So uh, something's wrong here. So he also maybe has in mind the Gemara, right? The Gemara tells us in Meseches uh, Sanhedrin on Davchaf that there are three mitzvos that Klai Yisrael nationally have to perform once they go into the uh, Eretz Yisrael. Rabbi Yehuda Omer says the Gemara in Sanhedrin Davchaf Mabez. Gimel mitzvos nistava Yisrael b'kidusas and laaretz. There are three mitzvos that have to, that are commanded to the Jewish people when they go into Eretz Yisrael. Lahamid lohem melech number one to appoint a king. And to wipe out Amalek. And to build the base of Chir, to build the base of Migdash. Those are the three. And the Gemara continues and says, it has to be in that order. In that order. It's not like all three. It has to be first a king. A king will then set up an army and to be able to wipe out Amalek. And after that, to build the base of Migdash. You can't build the base of Migdash when there's still war. Zarash al-Amalek, that's why many of the, the postkim that were discussing in 1967, uh, when Harabas be okay, do we start building the base of Migdash? So many of the postkim said no, because we're still in a matzav of war. We're still in a bat. There's still plenty of Amalek around. We haven't been Kori Zarash al-Amalek. In the days of David Melech and Shlomo, yes, they squashed and destroyed the, uh, any Amalek power in the world. But at, that, at this stage, we still have plenty of Amalek, Rahman al-Islan, and therefore we haven't um, reached the stage of Libnos Lahem, base 
Beis HaBechira. So Tafka in this Seder, Rav Salvechik also has a beautiful drasha and shir about uh, this Gemara, where he discusses what does it mean that there are three mitzvahs when they come into Eretz Yisrael. If they have to be in order, there's only one mitzvah. There's one mitzvah when you go in, to the king. And after you do that mitzvah, then there's another mitzvah. And then after there's another mitzvah. What does it mean that there are three mitzvahs right when they come in? So explains Rav Salvechik, we find many times in Halacha, the idea of the uh, conceptual mechaev, the conceptual obligation of the mitzvah, even before the time that you can actually fulfill the mitzvah. It could be that, just as an example, the status of Dalin Minim, or the status of Shofar, starts when Yontif starts, the night before, even though you cannot fulfill those mitzvahs until the daytime, until the daytime the next day. Right? A Shofar has to be a Shofar before Rosh Hashanah starts. But the Gemara talks, the Shochanah talks about a shofar of Avodah Zarah. It has to be mavutal and nullified by a guy before Yantav starts, even though, why not before the morning? Right, that's when the Chiyav kicks in. No, before Yantav starts, because the status of shofar starts then. So it could be the status, the halachic mechaiv of these mitzvahs is all together. Even though you can only fulfill them at a certain time. That's why Rav Zalvechik could explain the Rambam by Kriyashma and by uh, Ketores and by Karben Tamid. By all of those, he only counts one mitzvah. The Ramban argues, so what do you mean? The Tamish Shalbein Arbayim cannot be brought in the morning. And the uh, Ketores, the half of the morning, there's two separate mitzvahs. Kriyashma, the Ramban must hold, no, no. They're both obligated, let's say, in the morning. But you cannot fulfill both of them until uh, the later time. But this is all, there's so much on this line of the Gemara. But this is what is behind David Amalek's um, understanding. Right now, I've wiped out Amalek. I've um, settled in, and now it's time to build the base of Mikdash. Vayomer Nasan al David, David Nasan answers David, Kalasher Bilavcha, say, okay, yes, Nasan didn't get this as a Nevuah. He was sending it, it makes sense to him. There's uh, Maybe he knew the Gemara too, and the first two conditions have been fulfilled, so go for it. Ki Elohim Imach, because Hashem is with you. This is what Nasan says. The Radak, the Radak there, not here, but in Sefer Shmuel says, he made a mistake. Right, you don't need the Radak to say this. It's clear in the Pesukim he made a mistake. But he says sometimes a Navi makes mistakes if he's giving information based on what he, just his own das. Umidaito, says the Radak. Umidaito, Amar Zenasan. Ki rak Yashem imo, vahiyamelech hagun v'kasher. He was a good king. Chashav ki hu yivne abayas, shasid libanos, v'zeh ki anavi enu yodea aladam echad. Elamasha nomar lo buruch nevuah. It's not that a Navi always has x-ray vision into a person's brain and into the future. Only what he gets from Nevoah. Ki gam Shmuel anavi. Shayagadu mimenu. Shmuel was greater than Nasan. Shenemar alav kolash yedaber bo yavo. Vedemar lo hipil bikold varav artsa. Still, he didn't know everything. Right, when he comes to the Bnei Yishai, didn't get know the right one. Lo yadam Bnei Yishai miya hamelech. Vechashav ki Eliyavu hamelech. Because again, Nasan anavi, he wasn't as great as Shmuel. So, he made a mistake here. So what happens? Vayiv alayla hu Hashem comes to him that night. And says, at night, because as we know, not like Moshe Rabbeinu, who spoke to Hashem Pel Pen, he was in the category of all other Nevi'im. Go tell David right now, go now, it won't be you. won't be you. We mentioned many times in other Shira and the Rashi, it's the Rashi and Shmuel and the, and the fake Rashi, so to speak, here, they both say the same thing. Before it's Medrash, says, why? Why, why, said the Medrash, why did Akash Prachu tell Nasan go right now in the middle of the night? To tell David not to build a base of Mikdash. Wait till the morning. After Shachras, the next morning, then I'll tell him. Yeah, wake him up in the middle of the night? So it says Rashi two days. It's interesting. Here, it's flipped. Here, the, it's A and B, and Shmuel, and Sefer Shmuel is B and A. It's the same two days, but two different. Here, Rashi says, Oh, Akash Prachu, Nasan, Navi. Hadamazesh, Anishol, Echelav, Nadran. 
the person that we're talking about, Don Melch, is a Nadran. Is a, he probably made a ned there. Say them or the bonus. Don't swear you're going to build it because you're not going to build it. He's a nadron. Or the second day here. He's a zariz. You think David Melch is sleeping? He was able to build the base of Megdash. He's probably been on the phone all night. He's probably getting contractors. If you went to the morning, everything's going to be arranged. Everything's going to be set. Everything's going to be done. You can't do that to him. So you have to go right now. You have to stop him right now, or else it's all going to be done. If in the um, in the Rashi in Shmuel it says Mahirhu, he's called a Mahir. Here's a Zari. It's the same idea, but it said go right now because this is David Melch. He's not going to build it. Because after all, Hashem says, it's, it's, there's no rush. It's been many years. Right? There's a Medrash that says, but Israel were somewhat faulted. Like, they came into Eretz Israel a long time ago. And if they defeated their enemies, you know, maybe they should, maybe they should, should have asked Hashem, what about a base of Mingdash? Unless you say they didn't have a king yet. Rav Shechter has in one of his farm, in Big Vyatzon, maybe it does him the mitzvahs, it's not just Hamadah's Melech, but even just the Jewish government. That would be good enough. And maybe they had a Jewish government even beforehand. So Hashem continues in any case and says, I haven't had a house. I go from place to place. My shechina. Did I ask anyone? Did I ask any of the Nevi'im beforehand or the Shoftim? No. I have patience. I have patience until Klai Yisrael gets on the level appropriate for building a base of Mikdash. I didn't tell that to any Navi. And therefore, say, Nasan, Go tell David, I took you. I took you to be a leader. I'm going to be with you. And I'm going to break down your enemies. I'm going to give you a great name like the great Gedolim. Who are the great Gedolim? The Barbanel says, remember the Gemara in Sanhedrin? David Melch wanted to be like the Avos. So he didn't get the first bracha. But he got a bracha. He got a bracha in Haftorah, Magain David. So he got a bracha, Magain David. So he's like the Gedolim. He's like the Avos. Or the Zohar says, right, he's the fourth leg on the, on the Merkava. He's the fourth leg. I remember Yaakov David. So Hashem says, Visamti makom lami Yisrael, I will give them a place. It's just not going to be in your lifetime. There won't be any, any more anger. The enemies won't be able to take advantage. So then he continues that he is not going to be the one. Here in this um, parak, it doesn't say beferish, why not? It doesn't say beferish, why not? Later on, David HaMelech in Perach Beis, when he tells Shlomo that he's going to build the base of Megdash, so he adds in the reason. Again, there are a couple of reasons. What's the reason? The famous reason. That's there in Perach Beis a little later in Pasik Ches. This was told, told directly to David. Dam Larov Shafachta. Umilchamos Gedolos Asisa. You're a spiller of blood. Right, you spilled it lefanai. Some say lefanai means it wasn't, he didn't do anything wrong. He did mitzvahs. It was all Melchemist mitzvahs. It was appropriate. But, but still, Beis HaMikdash is a place of peace. It's a place of peace. It can't be built by someone who has blood on their hands, even if it's blood of Melchemist, of Melchemist mitzvah. Others, the Ramban in, in, in uh, Bamidbar says that maybe David symbolizes me this hadin, and therefore he can't build it. But there is a Yalkut. There's a Yalkut also. The Yalkut in Sefer Shmuel. Yalkut in Shmuel. Yalkut in Shmuel says, 
Kufmem hey, Kufmem hey, Amar lo. Yes, I want to build the base of Migdash. Hashem says no. Yimkein lama eni bonoso. Why can't I build it? Amar lakadosh baruch hu. Sheimata bonoso hu kayam beinocharav. If you build it, it's going to be forever. It will never be destroyed. Amrulo harei yafet. David says, great, great. It'll never be destroyed. Hashem says, not great. Amar lakadosh baruch hu galui vitzafui lefanai sheimasidim lachto. But he's going to sin, and I'm going to have to punish. And if the base of English is forever, then who am I going to have to punish? Them. If the base of English isn't forever, I could take a collateral, I could take a security, I could destroy the wood and the stones of the Mikdash, and not them. I could destroy the building, and they will be safe. But Hashem says, because you wanted to build it. Uh, Ani Even though Shlomo is going to build it, your son, I'm putting it in your name. Right, that's Hakadosh Baruch Hu's promise. And this was, uh, if you remember, the Rashi and Tosas quote this Medrash. The Med, the Pasuk says in Tehillim, Mizmar la'asaf, Mizmar la'asaf in Tehillim Ayintes, which goes on that Perak describes the Churban Beis Hamikdash. Timu So asks the Medrash, Rashi and Tosas both quote this Medrash. Kedushin Laman Alpha Mabes. The Medrash says, Darash Mizmar La'asaf, Elokim Bo Nach La'asecha, Kino La'asam Ibaile, she's a Kino, an elegy, it's terrible, an elegy, not, not a song. The Darash Kachsha Amari Asaf Shira, Al Shekila Kadosh Baruchu, Chamaso, Be'etzim Va'avanim, Shebebeso, Hashem took his wrath out on the wood and the stones in his house, Umitoka Hosir Plate of Yisrael, and in that way, B'nai Yisrael were able to survive. Shemalekach, if this wasn't true, if David had built the base of Megdash, according to our Medrash, lo nishtayer misoni Yisrael sarid upalit, there would be nobody left, because Hashem would have had to destroy us. V'kach, omer ki l'ashem es chamaso, v'yot says eish b'tzion, the pasuk in Eicha, perak dalet. Rav Salvechik uses it to also explain the minog, the unusual minog, that when do we start having less avelos? When do we start feeling a little lighter uh, in the process of the three weeks and the nine days and Shua Shachabu and Tishvav? Tishvav afternoon. Already at Chatzos, we start sitting on chairs, we feel a little lighter. Why is that? The Gemara says in Tainus that that's exactly when the fire started burning bright. And that's what Rabbi Yochanan said, if he would have been around at the time of the Takana, that he would have made the 10th of Av, not the 9th of Av. Right, so, so why Dafka then? So it says Rav Salvechik, based on this Medrash, because up until the last moment, we didn't know who would be punished. Would it be those who really deserve punishment? That means us. Or does it mean Hashem would take a mashkon, because he would never leave Klai Yisrael. And he would never abandon them, and that's what Hashem chose. So ironically, right at the moment that the wood and the stone started burning, at that moment we realize Hashem will never forsake us, and our connection with Hashem is eternal. And that's what the answer is, why David HaMelech accepted the answer. Unbelievable. So we continue, so all these sukkim David HaMelech is told, this is what Nassan tells tells. Um, Hashem tells Nasan to tell David in uh, this uh, message. Va'agidlo, and, and we continue. Pasuk Yud, va'agidlach uvais yivne lecha Hashem. Va'haya ki malu yamecha lechazim avasecha. At the end of your days, meaning Hashem saying you're not, your life is not going to rush. You're going to live a full life, meaning seventy years. Va'kimosi azarachacharecha. I will uh, lift up, establish your children, your seed after you. Not only does that mean after you, but it also means your children that have not been born yet. Right, this is a reference to Shlomo, excluding Avshalom, excluding Adonio, who have already been born. Asher mibanecha, I'm going to make him, you're not going to have, you're not going to be able to build a physical house, but you're going to have eternity. You're going to have a malchus 
based of it. That's what the, the Mefarish Rashi says here. Atachashavta lived mostly by Eslashmi. You thought you're going to build me a house. But Osamida Yescharecha. Umibsarcha umavasrecha. Kodesh Baruch Hashem announces to you. Kibayas Yase Lacha Hashem. Hashem's going to make you a house. Sheitim Lacha Ben Sheim Loch Tachtecha Vyeshev Al Kisei Yisrael Bim Kobecha. Vichodavar Shetiskayem Beben Adam Acharav Karibayas. Right, the family is called a bias, Beis Hashem. Right, B'nai Yisrael are called Beis Hashem. But David Malach, you're going to have the Malchus. Who Yivneli bias? He, your son, will build it for Konantias Kiso Adolam. I will forever uh, be with his throne. Ani Yehayel Ola'av, V'hu Yehli Leben. I will be for a father for him, he'll be for a son. V'chazdilo Asur Me'imo, I will never take away my chesed from him. Kasher Hasirosi Me'asher Haya Lefanecha from... I removed it from the one who was before you, meaning, of course, Shaul HaMelech. It'll be forever. My Shechina, maybe that's a reference to the Shechina that, uh, that will never be battled, that Kedusha. Nasan, all of this, what I just told you, that's what Nasan told David HaMelech. Interesting. Why didn't Hashem just tell David straight? Why did he tell Nasan to tell David? He was, David got uh, Nevuah himself. So maybe it's based on the Rambam, right? The Rambam at the end of the Hilchot Torah, the last parak discusses, if a Navi says something good is going to happen, then it for sure has to happen. There's no going back. If a Navi says something good, if something bad is going to happen, that doesn't prove that he's a Navi Sheker, because maybe people did Shuva. But if he says something good is going to happen, Avalam Tiach Ala Tova Va'amar, Kach if a Navi says something is good, it's going to happen about someone else, and it, it has to come true. And if I say Navi Shaker, if it's said by a Navi. And maybe that's why Hashem wanted to show David it was really going to be forever. That's why he didn't tell him straight where David might have thought, Shema Yigram Achet. Uh, that he might lose it, but no, it goes through Nasan. David hears, he goes and sits in front of Hashem by Yomer. And he says, this is his reaction after getting a no. He says, I can't thank you enough. You're unbelievable. He was so grateful. He doesn't mention the base of English again, because he realizes, right, that's just something temporary and finite and for this door. But he's forever. Vayomer, mi ani Hashem elokim. Umi beisi, who am I? Who is my house? Ki aviatoni at halom. That you brought me to here. He recognizes it's just Hashem bringing him. Vatiktan zos peinach elokim. Vatetabra albeis avdocholamei rachok. You spoke to me from afar. Meaning I was very distant. You found me in the sheep. Urisani ketor ha'adam ha'maleh Hashem elokim. My Yosef, oh David, elecha. What could David, talking about himself in third person, what can I do for you? Sounds like the story the story they overheard the Chavetz Chaim talking in his room. They put the ear to his door. They heard him talking, and they're talking. He's talking to Hashem. He's like Hashem. He says, "You've done so much for me already. What could I do for you? You've allowed me to write the Mishnah Brura. You've allowed me to write Avas Chesed. You've allowed me to write uh, the Bira Lacha and Shmir Salashin. What you've st- you've done so much for me? I still haven't done anything for you. What could I do for you?" That sounds like what, what David is doing here. David's like, what could I? David just fought wars. He brought the Am Yisrael together. He brought the Aron Yerushalayim. But David says, what could I do? It's all for you. My whole life is what I did for you. Some gorgeous psukim here. Hashem, there's no one like you. A lot of our, many of our tefillahs have come from here. Famous pasuk. Right, we quote that in Shabbos Mincha. Hashem went to redeem you. 
Goyachad Ba'aretz. Beautiful, the, uh, the Rav Zevin in Latorah Vlamod, the Mepashas Pinchas, talks about two types of, of achtus. Two types of achtus. Mechanical achtus and uh, organic achtus. Shnei mine ichud heim, mikani v'organi. Ha'ichud ha'mikani hu'chitzoni. Mechanical achtus is external. Ki ichudam shal arba kiros It's like four walls of a house. Are they united? They're united, they're connected, they hold up the house, but they're not inherently unified. Like the, the limbs of a, of a body. Where the koach of a, of a living being holds it all together. And that's that's Achtos of Am Yisrael. He says, Shalom amongst the Umos is Chitzoni. They have interest. Right? The, the, the different countries get together. It's based on something. And Batal Adavar, Batal Ava. Yisrael. He quotes our Pasuk. Goyachad Ba'aretz. Echad. Just like Hashem is Echad. That's what Rav, Rav, uh, the Ber Yosef, Rav Yosef Misalant in, in, uh, in Kisavo, says that our, our Echad, Echadness, is connected to Hashem. Right? Ata Echad, Shimcha Echad, Mika Amcha Yisrael, Goyechad Baris, we say by Mincha, just like Hashem's Echad is unique, meaning it's not made up of parts, it's just one unit. So to Klai Yisrael. It's one unit, it's an organic connection, and David Amalek says Hashem, I have such a schus to be able to be the king over such a nation. And he continues, your, your name should be made truthful and seen by all of the world. Towards the end, you are God. You've given this great news. It was exactly a no. But it's great news, David takes it. You've started to bless us. Please bless us. Let us always serve you to be zochet to all of the brachas that you give us. An amazing parak here, parak Yud Zion.